Hi, I'm Sean Hanif, and you're listening to Life of an Entrepreneur. What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number five. Been enjoying it um, with the with the episodes. I guess um, three are live right now. Got some great feedback. I think everyone is enjoying the. I guess the realness, the rawness, um, people are resonating with what I'm saying, um, which feels good. Also, I just enjoy doing it myself, so thank you for that. Um, without getting further ahead, so in this episode, I'm actually going to be talking about mainly like my, my struggles, um, I guess failure, stress, and I guess how to try to deal with it. But instead of me just telling you guys like how to do it, what I'm actually going to do is use this podcast in a bit of a different way that I'm actually going to talk about what's really going on and what I actually need to do to fix it. And whilst I kind of go through that, um, I've been saving um, the last couple of days, especially have been really, really like tough. So instead of me like processing that, I was like, I'll do it whilst I actually record the podcast so it can be as genuine as possible. And in that, hopefully, I think you guys will pick up something as well, just because I'm sure Lots of you have a similar struggle, but you kind of probably don't talk about it. So um, that's what I find the most. Everybody struggles, but people generally just don't talk about it in a business uh, point of view. So that's the plan for this episode, um, which should be quite interesting. Just as a quick uh, intro, in case you've uh, just hit this episode and haven't heard the others, my name is Sean. I'm the founder and CEO of a company called Genflow. My company essentially helps creators and influencers of the world set up their own businesses. It's a very niche business that I set up about four or five years ago when the influencer industry started to really begin. And uh, I guess the timing was perfect because we have grown very, very well over that time and becoming one of the leading companies in the world that do this very particular thing. Today, as of recent hires, I think we are at like 70 people now. So that has obviously led to a lot of um, new challenges, I should say. Just a bit of a journey. I think there was 30 of us last year, 15 the year before, and like five the year before that. So that year on your journey um, has been extremely interesting. And um, so yeah, that's my company. You want to know more? Gemflow.com. Check it anytime. Um, obviously, one thing I would say, obviously, this podcast is about like the real entrepreneur, what it's like having a business. This is not, there's no, I'm not selling you anything. There's nothing of that sort. Um, so it's probably very different. Also, this is not meant to be motivational. This is meant to be more that you you realize that the shit that you go through, someone else, just like myself, is probably also going through that. So it's almost kind of like finding other people or hearing from somebody else who's actually in the trenches living it day in, day out. What I find is personally myself, over the past four, year, four years, I have struggled to come across content and people that are actually talking about it as they're doing it. Every book is written after the fact in almost glorifying how amazing somebody is and what they learned and all that amazing stuff, not really whilst they're in the trenches. Personally, I find it hard to relate to somebody that's telling me how they did it. And it's like, great. And I'm trying to like, you know, think of it and how to apply it to my business. As sometimes I just actually want to hear somebody else and all their stress and how they deal with things and how they're trying to push ahead their ambition and everything else more in a real-time basis. So I guess that's my plan for this podcast. So that being said, let's get straight into it. So I guess to start straight from the top, the, the truth is it has been, an, I've been struggling um, mentally a lot recently just because I feel like I am um, constantly failing at doing my job. To explain what, what I mean by that is, 
as the CEO of a business, it's my job to take the business forward, essentially. You know, fundamentally, that is my job, that I should be taking us forwards. Obviously, recently, I raised $11 million, and obviously, I promised a lot of stuff that I'm going to do, and I'm finding it tough to actually go ahead and execute those things. I know exactly what I need to do. I'm just not finding the time to physically do that. Um, that's been a huge struggle, and it's not because of not working, essentially I'm working pretty much all day at the moment, as much as I possibly physically can. And um, it's because I'm having to do other things within the business, which means that I can't push forwards, which pretty much gives you this feeling of like that you are like failing essentially because um, of that. And I guess one of the reasons that why I'm that's happening is because I guess it's my own doing that I, I handhold and do things for other people um, too much. And I guess that's my biggest um, flaw, that if something needs doing, I'll end up helping the person to do it instead of trying to put more things in place that will allow them to go ahead and do it to a good enough standard. Because naturally what happens, right, is like you give someone a task to do, they're going to want to go and do that task they bring it back and it's just so poorly done that you're like, oh, like, where do I even begin? You know, okay, I can give you feedback. Let's try that. And then you look at it again and it's still not there. So at a point when you have so much to do, it gets to a point that, look, do it like exactly like this, 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 this. And you start talking them through it and you almost half start doing it for them. In many, many cases in recent weeks, I've actually gone that one step forward and have just done it then in the end because like it just... When there's so much to do, you just want to get things done. You're just like, you know, I can't be bothered to keep going back and forwards, back and forwards. I'll just go and do it. But the, I know that's wrong because the problem in that is that person is not going to learn. They're not going to develop. They're not going to learn the quality and the style and how things should be done. But I guess that is the struggle I guess that I'm finding is that how do I do that and train people and develop them whilst making sure we're actually getting the stuff done on time um, is a struggle and that is now leading to me not being able to do my things so the truth is today is um, Thursday my task list from Monday is pretty much still the same and I guess this is hard and I guess this is where it starts getting really hard because you're like you know obviously you start feeling like what am I doing and why is this happening so that, that's been a big struggle of mine recently and it does affect you because when you wake up you feel like you know uh, pumped for the day but then I guess the other thing that I found recently is that I am constantly problem solving. So I'm sure some of you guys listening may have this thing that you have a plan for the day. You want to get something done. You feel like pumped and ready that, yeah, I'm going to do this and this today. And then some problem will occur, which makes your attention go there. And before you know it, like the day is gone. And um, that happens to me a lot, a lot recently. Obviously, the sheer size of the business is what's doing this for us. And I guess here at Gemflow because of the amount of different things we do. You know, we manufacture products and have a whole product department. We create tech, mobile apps, websites, tech infrastructure, SaaS products, so much complexity. We have a media team that are creating content, shoots, campaigns, locations, models, digital marketing, ads, emails, talent management, all these deals that we're doing now with brands, like there's just so much and the room for like problems is just so high. And at the moment, the truth is, um, I'm one of the people that can solve those problems in most cases. So people need my time more and more and more and more. So 
you know, that's been a real struggle for me um, at the moment. So I guess if I was to break that down, right, what things I should be doing, I guess my involvement in things needs to go less. So I guess let people fail. Let them fail enough. Um, but the danger with that, right, is that if they fail too much, we might lose a client. Or if they may, that that's the worst case scenario. Or if they fail too much or don't do things right enough, it's going to lead to just more stress because it may lead to a client complaining or it may lead to internal conflict or one department complaining about another. So there's an element of, yep, leave things alone, but there's also an element of like, no, you can't leave things alone because... Um, it's um, what what would the effect be? So, but I guess yeah. I guess in hindsight, if I was to say what I should be doing, I know this, so I guess I might as well just say it out loud. What I should be doing is letting championing people to own their bit, putting enough training and development in place so they can learn how to execute in the right way. Give what what I haven't had the chance to do and I'd love to do is actually create like development plans basically for different people. Because some people are great at something and they need to be better at something. So I'll give an example. Some person may be great at understanding what a consumer wants, but they may not be good at understanding like the way you should like present it to a client and they need help there. They always just don't do a good enough job. So that's where it gets tough because essentially that means, again, I need the time to sit and develop and help people to that level. But unfortunately, that is just not a luxury I have Bringing back to the first point, if I get stuck doing all of this stuff, who's going to grow the business? You know, who's going to do the things that we actually need to do? Because in my opinion, we're starting to slightly fall behind in the marketplace. Um, so, you know, like I know what needs to be done. It's just I'm finding it tough to actually get that stuff done. Just to come back to what I just said about we're falling behind in the marketplace. So the truth is, that was actually one of my biggest strengths, that in 2016-17, I noticed that people can sell digital content, and um, and I did it, and it was like an amazing thing to do at that moment in time, that innovation is kind of what kickstarted the business, because I saw the market and saw what the opportunity was. Similarly, in 2017-18, I realized that influencers can sell products, and went ahead and built that to do that. Then we moved to mobile apps and subscription businesses um, uh, late 2019, 2020. Um, but I feel like because of being so, it's a weird thing. I, I said this to somebody else in the other day is that I've done, we've done so well in building a business that now we're kind of like um, stuck because of that same business. Because now that it's grown, we're just stuck in the day to day and now doing it that there's no place for innovation. I can't do the next thing, which really, really kills me and also is actually bad for business. So right now, you know, NFTs, I've been researching it. I would love to start pitching, get somebody to start selling. We can use third party marketplaces like there's ways to do it. But I am unable to even contemplate doing that because this big machine, I guess, business that I have built needs to be looked after. So it's this constant battle, I guess, of someone who's ambitious is that I know what I need to do next and I want to be doing that, but because of the business that I have built, I'm now stuck in it and I'm trying to like figure out how do I do both things. So I guess that's the struggle. Um, and I guess 
the truth is, so how, I guess, let me tell you my plan of fixing this, right? So the way I wanted to fix this, because I kind of saw it happening as well, right? Obviously, we raised the money, there's going to be so much we're going to do. How do we make sure that this exact thing doesn't happen? So the plan was, and still is, we're hiring a COO who essentially is going to take off the those day-to-day responsibilities from me. Um, however, in practice, these things just take time. So I guess the thing that I'm feeling at this very moment is because we haven't been able to do that just yet. That was just one hire. Um, we've actually been interviewing, but people have like three month notices. It's a very senior role. So it's just going to take time. So this is an interim problem. Um, so yeah, the way I was solving it, uh, hiring a COO, I'm hiring a VP of people whose role would just be that development of staff, coaching of staff, coaching of teams, coaching of team leaders. Again, a senior hire, again, same problem interviewing takes time headhunting i'm using a search firm to do it and um three months notice most cases once again it's it's going to be a long-term fix and by the time they come in and get going we're looking at probably six months till we really get the value and i think it's the realization of that that's probably made me even more stressed because i thought cool got the investment soon enough these people are going to come in and you know we're going to start moving ahead at the pace that i want however is going to take a lot longer, which means a lot more firefighting for me for personally to do um, in the coming weeks and months. And um, the other hire is a CMO in a similar way because we need to really, really get good at performance marketing, which is like how much we spend on ads and how do we grow these brands. And that's a key hire. Again, that person is missing today. I manage that team myself. Um, So I guess I'm playing many roles at once today. And that is hard. It is genuinely hard. Um, so, you know, that was a plan on the higher level. I guess in the mid-tier level was obviously just more senior hires. We're not really looking for people with one to two years experience anymore. We're trying to find people with a bit more than that so they can add more value from the moment they begin and essentially have more relevant D2C brand experience because that's essentially our business. You know, we have lots of direct-to-consumer brands. So that's what I was hoping. I guess some things um, we have done, so I've hired... Um, an in-house lawyer, which I may have mentioned before. Obviously up till now, uh, me and some of the team members review every contract and check it's correct. Obviously that's a lot of work there as well. And now we'll have somebody in place. So I guess I'm alleviating some of my time. So I guess my plan from here is yes, uh, I need to, I guess in short, I know I should be giving people less time and I feel I need to be better at managing my time that um, don't overdo things. I think I should handhold less, let people fail just a bit more, but still manage it so nothing fucks up. And at the same time, I need to keep pushing on the hiring of the company because without the hiring, essentially we're kind of going to be in the same spot. Because from a commercial point of view, you know, there's so much to do with our clients, which is great. It's a great problem to have because I guess the problem I'm explaining is there's so much to do on a day-to-day basis because clients want so much we want to deliver so much, there's so much market opportunity, it's just physically doing that is the challenge. Um, so I guess that's a challenge of a growing company. I guess I have had conversations with some other people as well, just to kind of like, what do they think? Obviously our chairman, Chris, um, who, who's been really helpful in, because I kind of say this kind of stuff to him, and he's like, it's normal. He's built and sold his business, I think two, three times. That it's normal to be in the trenches and have this feeling, like he's saying it's not something that you should be afraid of. And I guess one thing that he said, and since then, and I guess I need to keep reminding myself is that I just need to embrace it. 
because it comes with the job essentially that you if you want to grow a business and you want to actually get ahead it's just not that easy and even though i know that and i've done it many times before it's still even me to myself i need to remind myself that i just do need to embrace it i think i do need to just like not let it get to me and i guess part of the reason i get more stressed is because i'm trying to think too much of the future stuff and i guess what i should do is embrace what's in front of me now trying to solve that as fast and as best as i can lock away my ambition just for a bit and then once it's resolved once the hires are in once we have solved some of these problems and i guess once we've also delivered these amazing projects that we're working on which is going to make us a shitload of money once i've done that which again is great it's not a bad thing um then move on to this like next thing so i guess is that prioritization mentally of what you put the most importance on i think i need to learn more um because you can't help yourself to want to prioritize the fun cool big exciting next thing and the day to day stuff naturally just feels like tiresome and annoying so i guess i'm just speaking out loud but that is uh, something that i think i need to work on you know from that perspective that i need to work on what i personally prioritize more and give more emphasis to that even though yes a current client who's struggling with xyz and i need to jump in i need to have phone calls with the client i need to like motivate the client to make them do xyz or invest in the next uh, stock or whatever that may be maybe that's what i should focus on in the meantime so i guess yeah it's just a prioritization of that i do need to embrace it i guess that would be my message as i'm saying this and coming to the realization as i as i'm even speaking is that it's okay to feel like really stressed out and really like what to do what i've just been doing right here hopefully that you can hear is that just trying to break it down and understand why and then what can i do to fix it what i find is that what most people talk about generally on this topic is that in general mental health and and i guess the burnout topic is that you should just have a rest take some time off and when you come back everything'll be fine um i don't necessarily agree with that because i feel like if you are really like stressed about something you do actually need to work on in a smart way about breaking down the problem and figuring out why and putting things in place to sort it right right now yeah i could take a week off and just lie on the beach but when i come back i'm going to walk into the exact same problem yeah it may make me feel better in the short term just because i've had a few days off i'll be feeling more positive i get all of that but in a couple of days i'll be back at the same spot right so i feel like more people need to openly discuss about the actual struggles and seek for help in an actual way to be like look these are the problems i'm having how can i solve them better what would you advise like if anyone of you are having that problem send it to me maybe i can help because that's what i did for example with chris our chairman i was like look these are the problems that i'm having just to be honest and what would you do and it's quite interesting because i guess one of another his message was to me was just rem- why it's so important having goals because when you need to prioritize that stuff that's when your actual goals for your business really matter so you know one of our goals this year as i touched upon in my last episode in the my gemflow strategy episode is that we want to grow our current brands so i guess one would say that call with the client which is really annoying and whatever and i, I feel like i shouldn't be doing it but i have to do it maybe that is the right thing for me to do because that is aligned with our goal of growing brands the the thing of me starting an nft business technically is not really aligned 
it'll be fun and exciting. I love to show it off and the whole market will look at us. That's probably more brand building and just general growth of the business. So I guess what he really he helped me was just like that, like let's break it down. What things are you facing and how do they align you to your goals? Because essentially your business strategy and your goals is what truly should actually define your prioritization. And I guess that's actually something in the company I'm we are struggling to do across the whole all of the departments is run the company in a goal oriented way because I know other people have the similar issues to myself I know down in within the each teams people that are doing more day-to-day stuff they are struggling with like okay I have nine clients which one do I do first and I guess this is a problem of I guess it's, it's, it's a strange one right to talk about maybe some of you are obviously not at this point yet is that when you have lots happening that prioritization is like a real thing so what I've been doing actually is when I've been interviewing people now, I love to ask people questions I'm actually having problems with. I find it fascinating to hear how other people will solve them or maybe they have solved them. So yesterday I was doing an interview for a COO. I asked him the exact same question. I put a, so what I do is I don't say, oh, I'm struggling here. What would you do? I just reverse engineer it. So I'm saying like, tell me of a time where you were struggling to prioritize what things did you do to fix it and like, what was the result? Give me exact examples, which he did. He was like, what he implemented was a um, like a daily stand-up of like 30 minutes for a reprioritization call. And so that's quite interesting because essentially maybe that we will really benefit from that because it is like in every single team, I guess globally, if there was reprioritization and then down into the teams, maybe not daily, maybe if it's weekly then, or maybe some teams more daily, it probably would really help people realize that actually these are things that I really need to do. Don't worry about those things. Um, because I guess everybody feels this constant battle of wanting to impress and wanting to do new shit whilst doing the day-to-day. It's this natural, I guess, human instinct that you want to get better, you want to impress your peers, your colleagues, um, yourself, whilst you also need to get your actual stuff done, which is your real responsibility. So, yeah, but you know, at that time, so when I asked him in the interview, it was so interesting to hear um so i've been doing that a lot lately just to hear from other people i guess how they would do because the truth is it's very hard to find answers to these sort of problems but it's great to speak to i guess other people who have been in the trenches so this guy had actually been in a company for six years whilst i went through the growth phase i think he was employee number 100 and he, he stayed there till employee number like i guess they were like 700 when he left so you know it's i guess even bigger and worse uh, probably than my stage um, when I mean worse I don't mean worse I mean um, in terms of just the day-to-day problems but look that being said I don't want everyone to listen to this and say that I'm struggling like am I feeling okay yes I am I'm feeling great it's just this is just a natural thing that I'm feeling which it just is down to the fact of all the stuff that I'm doing every single day that being said obviously I feel absolutely blessed to have all of this in front of me at this moment in time i worked so hard to get to this position that i am embracing it and i should embrace it more i do feel better even actually just discussing it right now and i just need to take it one by one fix it focus on the most important things according to our business goals i think i need to spend a bit more time coaching um, some of my senior staff so they also think the same and they also know that we're all going through the same stuff at the same time just like we all achieve all this amazing stuff together we also need to like i guess have all the stress together and we can be open about it we can talk about it there's no shame in saying i'm struggling i guess is my point that i'm making 
especially in business, is okay, you know, I am guilty of always talking about ambition, moving ahead. And some of the first episodes, you know, I've really focused on this thing of that you should push ahead and that whole aspect. But at the same time, I'll say that being open about what you're struggling on is also equally important and then how to like fix that because that actually you learn a lot from that. So yeah, I guess I think I'm going to um, keep the podcast short today. Um, it's just something that was on my mind. I wanted to talk about it. That and um, But hopefully, you know, from here, I'm pushing ahead and uh, very exciting time. I guess just to round it off um, as a bit of an update of what's been going on, um, more hires have come in, hired a content production manager. So um, her job will be to manage all the production that we do, which is content um, in the content team. So excited about that. We hired a, um, I think lawyer was already done. We hired a technical customer service. Um, our team in Jamaica is also like grown now, which is great to see they're all fully in the company and operating day to day. I think we hired um, another marketing manager. It's, it's quite a lot, if I'm honest. Um, I think we have some offers out right now for a logistics manager. We have an offer out for um, an active developer. So there's, there's lots of activity, which is great. We're pushing ahead. I have lots of interviews um, for different, different roles, uh, myself. And um, signed some new clients recently. Um, had some problems with some clients recently, which I'm dealing with. Um, Saad, who's our chief growth officer, has actually just uh, arrived in um, the US today, um, working with some on some new projects, which is exciting. And um, we actually signed our first like six-figure talent management brand deal. So that was great work by the team. Um, so yeah, lots happening in that capacity. To be honest, we're now gearing up for the return of gyms in the UK. So a lot of focus and time is being spent on that. Obviously, we have a lot of fitness-based clients. All the marketing, the campaigns, the new content that needs to happen for that is a big, big focus at the moment for us here at GemFlow. So yeah, that being said, hope you like this episode. Catch me on Instagram, sean.hanif, and um, I'll see you in the next episode.